Let me have my sip of water. All right. You ready? Feeling good. Feeling good. Take it away. Welcome to Story Hotline, a weekly phone call between two friends from across the world. Each season has a different theme and season one follows stories about endings and new beginnings. Okay, Tina, are you ready? Um, I'm just going to go get changed into some comfy pants and then I'll jump back on. Is that okay? Yeah, talk to you soon. So, Ella, what did you explore on the internet this week? I'm talking to you about, are you ready? I'm talking about the death of Vine. Oh my god! <laughs> this really resonates because I loved Vine. I only caught on to it when Vine was dying, so I really just got the tail end of that. When I went to search this and I googled it, the first result uh, that popped up was when I typed in the death of, it came up with the death of Stalin. And I was like, oh, no boo, we're going a lot more lowbrow than that. So Vine was an app that was founded by three guys in June 2012. And then the company was acquired in by Twitter in October 2012. So that's like, what's that, June, July, August, September, October, four months later after it was founded, it was acquired by Twitter for a reported $30 million. Like they paid $30 million and this app hadn't been even launched yet. Did they do a lot of target research or something and realise that I this don't was- know. Like that seems bonkers to me. Maybe it was like really specialised tech. Like, I don't know, but I obviously, you know what mine is. I know what mine is. Some people listening to this podcast, i.e. my parents who I'm going to force to listen to my podcast, they might not know what Vine is. So Vine was a video service app that boomed in popularity with lots of short, snappy, funny videos. There were a few other competitors, but when it was purchased, it was like the only video platform, social media platform. Famously, um, a Turkish journalist used Vine to document the aftermath of the 2013 United States embassy bombing in Ankara. Wow. Yeah. And also um, following the shooting of Michael Brown, there was someone who used it to document the protests in Ferguson. So it was used in other ways, but I mean, culturally, what we remember it for is a lot of funny videos that's so interesting because i really i thought that if they were to write the mission statement for vine it would be like a comedic outlet yeah it just seems like a natural thing that you could capture in eight seconds or however long it was but yeah on that the limit was six seconds super snappy and there were also looping videos when the founders created it they were just creating it as a video platform they didn't really think about the the creative funnies or the journalistic uses they were just like oh you know here's the video platform but anyway i'm really excited about the next part uh talking of funny videos i've put together some funny videos to show you tina oh my god <laughs> this is my favorite sunday night <laughs> so i actually um on instagram i asked my friends like what their favorite vine was and so i had a lot of responses for that so i want to thank everyone who submitted their favorite vine are you ready i'm so ready go for it Who's the hottest Uber driver you've ever had? Um, I never went to Uber driver. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> Road work ahead? Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. <laughs> I want a church girl that go to church and read your Bible. You know what? I'm about to say it. Okay. I don't care that you broke your elbow. When there's too much drama at school, all you gotta do is walk away. <laughs> I'm in my mum's car. 
Boom, boom. <laughs> That's really cute. That mum was iconic. Get out me car. That one. Get out me car. Another personal favourite of mine is, um, I want a church girl who go to church and reads her Bible. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love the internet. Oh, I wish Vine was still around. I want to um, go on YouTube and search all-time best Vines. I mean, girl, there's a lot of compilations there. Uh, if I've had a big night, if I'm still a bit drunk, I like to sit on the couch and just put on Vine compilations. You know um, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones who plays Arya Star? Yeah. She... I'm going to try in every episode to weave in Game of Thrones somehow. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> that will be my ongoing gag. I've just yeah. decided. <laughs> So tell me, what's your Game of Thrones reference? So I discovered that Maisie Williams has a really funny vine. And when it was still a thing and she was in her teenage years, she was killing it on there. Amazing. And I once and twice shamelessly copied one of her vines onto my own Snapchat and people thought it was so funny. (laughs) But really, I I was just copying Arya Stark. Um. So tell me more about, about about Vine. There's some great Vines, lots of funny shit. It was launched in January 2013. So it birthed a lot of mega stars in record speed, um, which was previously unseen on social media. So you had YouTubers, like YouTube was a really big platform with content creators emerging, but there weren't really influences in the same way. Even Instagram, it was photos only. It was kind of a like an emerging... I guess, industry. So what Vine saw is it didn't see pieces of content going viral. It saw creators going viral for really the first Mm. time. So it was huge. Like it really boomed for all of these mega stars that started breaking out from Vine. I've got a few listed here, but there there was heaps. So there's Zach King who like made magic videos, you know, holding something and then it disappears. And how did that happen? Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing that's special about Vine that I forgot to mention before is the way that it recorded, it was like punctuated recording so you could stop start a recording before you posted it so like i'm going to record my window stop i'm going to record my fridge stop and then i've sent out a video that's half of it is my window and half of it is my fridge and all other platforms that did have videos like when you captured it it was just one long video so that was also something that made it really different and gave a lot of creative opportunities for skits and funny videos and that sort of thing so back to the creators, there was Zach King, who was creating magic, like I said, um, Amanda Cerny, who was like some hot model and an actress and a comedian. Um, there was the Paul brothers, Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Logan Paul is a bit of a douchebag. I mean, a lot of a douchebag they both are, but um, <laughs> whatever, that's a separate thing. Uh, Logan Paul, apparently at one point he earned 200000 to create a single vine for a, a company. Like, that's according to 60 Minutes. He made 200000 for a single vine. They really were the first influencers. Like, this is before sponsored posts, I'm imagining. This was a time where there was a lot of opportunities and brands and influencers didn't really, like, understand the value in so much of they knew they had huge followings, but they weren't sure what the right financial reimbursement for that was. He might say, I've got a million followers, so a million people are going to see your product, so give me 200000 And they'd be like, okay, well, you know, we would pay that much if we want a million people to see our advertisement printed in a magazine, mm. so I guess that's, that's valuable. In actuality, I think at the start of this industry, there were a lot of people making ridiculous amount of money because they hadn't worked out how to charge yet. But anyway, um, other viners included um, King Bash, who was, as I'll discuss later, 
really popular. Nash Greer, Brittany Ferlin, Jerome Jar, The Gabby Show, Thomas Sanders, and many, many more. Wasn't Liza Koshy a big <gasps> liner as well? She was. I'll mention her later as well. Um, there's another one who is now a super famous musician who regularly charts the top 50 and is the third youngest artist to achieve three number one albums. Do you know who it is? Which musician? Ed Sheeran? No, this is like, if we're thinking third youngest, so what was the, the stat? Um, the, third, the third youngest artist to achieve three number one albums. So they've got to be young-ish. Oh, I don't know any of the younger artists. Who, We're who too old, it? Tina. It's uh, Sean Mendes. M- Mendes. I don't know who Sean Mendes is. You don't know who Sean Mendes is? <laughs> What's Go one on. of his songs? I don't know, shitty pop songs. I say shitty, but I love pop music. So anyway, I thought that was going to be a big moment. Guess not. <laughs> Anticlimactic. I'm sorry, yeah. Sean Mendes. It's fine. I'm sure he's not listening to our podcast or offended. I think he has better things to do being a top, you know, third youngest, whatever the stat was. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, it was launched in 2013 and it really peaked in 2014 the app Vine, and by December 2015, Vine had 20 million active users. Sorry, not 20 million, 200 million active users. Oh, wow. How many did Instagram have at the time? Is that comparatively large? I don't know. Large? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll assume it's, it's quite large. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's three years after its launch. It had 200 million active users. And then by October 2016, Less than a year later, they announced they were going to discontinue the service. Oh. So really, what happened in that year? What went so wrong? Well, one of the things which was that Instagram started their video offering to combat Mm. Vine, obviously. Sneaky Insta. Uh, In 2013, they launched their video offering, which started out as you could only do 15-second videos, which was still more than double as long as Vine was offering. And that started gaining popularity. Popularity. Um, in fact, a former Vine executive later said to the tech site The Verge that Instagram video was the beginning of the end. Wow. Do you know, mm-hmm. I reckon Instagram stories was also the end of Snapchat. Definitely, without a doubt. I mean, don't you remember when um, Instagram tried to buy Snapchat for like $3 billion and Snapchat was like, no thanks. And so Instagram was like, Okay, fine. We'll just make stories on Instagram. (laughs) And Snapchat was like, oh, shit. That's so dodgy, though. Like, Instagram is a dick. At least they're responding to what customers want. Not customers, users. Yeah, no, but they're not backstabbing all their friends so they can make money. They're not friends, Tina. This is business. You're really the bad cop and I'm the good cop. (laughs) Okay, I'll take it. Anyway. On Snapchat, this was also a competitor, and which was hitting it big time in 2015. And by 2016, which is like as Vine was dying, Snapchat had hit 10 billion daily video views. 10 oh. billion. So it's like a lot of competition out there. And really, I think the reason that it all it died, it all comes down to the money. Surprise, surprise. Like I said, it's business, Tina. Um, Vine executives and co-founders were supposedly against monetization and did not take money from many brands at all. Other reports say they just failed to find ways to make money. I don't know if there was like paid ads on the site or what, but it was just like not raking in that cash. Uh, I read a quote from the site The Vine. The Vine or The Verge? I don't know. 
I read a quote that said, interviews with seven former executives revealed a portrait of a company whose cultural impact far outstripped its strategic benefits to Twitter. So Twitter just weren't seeing, yeah, the strategic or money benefits of it. Even though they had all these millions, billions views and users, they were like, eh. And it was also uh, inflexible to change. It stuck to its six second limit so hard and it didn't increase that until 2016 when they were already dying, um, which we know is, is too little too late. They weren't adapting for what users wanted. They were just like, no, this is our product, it's the best. See ya. It's kind of like they were ahead of their time at the start and then refused to change and then fell behind. Exactly. For example, just things like Instagram started promoting celebrities and new influencers um, and the like on its explore tab, which Vine didn't do. Yes. So this is really useful to celebrities and marketers uh, to promote themselves, to promote their products. And just like a simple thing like that, Vine didn't do that. And then really it also all comes to a head when I say that it's like it wasn't making money, but also when it did make money, it wasn't giving money to creators. So the real source that I want to talk about is this, um, creators trying to save the platform. In around October 2015, 18 of Vine's top creators met with Vine's creative department lead in LA to stage an intervention, a last ditch effort, if you will, to save the failing platform. I've seen it described as a secret coalition, which is like a cool name for it, um, of people that all agreed to quit the platform together if things didn't change. And a few more people joined after this meeting, making it 21 people in total, but there were 18 at this original meeting. I don't have an exact list of those who were involved, but it was allegedly led by Marcus Johns and Peaks. And others included King Batch, Amanda Cerny, Jerry... Per Drank, Christian Del Grosso, Curtis Lepore, Axel James, DeStorm Power and Logan Paul, if that means anything to any of our listeners. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to call it Marcus's crew because Marcus Johns was the one that allegedly organised it. So Marcus's crew demanded, are you ready for this? Yeah. $1.2 million each. In what? In back pay? Or to stay on the platform? So they, this is what they demanded. They demanded $1.2 million each plus product changes. And in return, they would roll out three vines per week. Nice. When I talk about product changes, the product changes they wanted included things like better filters for abusive comments. Nice. Important. Very important. Um, a way to add links to captions. Oh, which... Also important. It's just a marketing basic. Yeah, I mean, but Instagram still doesn't have that. You can't do links and captions. Instagram... It's a marketing basic. Yeah, come on, Instagram. There's a free <laughs> tip from us to you. Um, and they also wanted more sophisticated editing tools. So back at this figure. Initially, when I read this, I was like, that's fucking nuts. Like, that's so much money. Because if you times 1.2 million, here's some quick maths, 1.2 million times the 18 in the original Marcus's crew, that's $21.6 million. And this is when they knew that Vine didn't have any money. Yeah. So were they setting themselves up to fail? So I just want to put that that figure into context. Because, yeah, initially I saw it and I was like, that's ridiculous, there's so much money. But let's look at it this way. These creators were garnering literally billions of views for the app. Like, billions. So the, the guy that was crowned by Vine as their top Viner was King Batch. That's B-A-C-H, King Batch. He was crowned by Vine as their top Viner. He was also, like, a 
you know, unofficially known as the King of Vine. He had 16 million followers and over 6 billion loops of his videos. So 6 billion watches. It's quite an influence. That's a lot. And at that time in 2015, the most popular TV show was The Big Bang Theory, right? And Mm -hmm. the main cast were each getting $1 million per weekly episode. That's a great comparison. Yeah, right? So that's, you know, $1.5 million per the main cast. And then you have on top of that the filming costs, the promotion costs, like the network costs, all of those other costs. And I did read um, the views that the Big Bang Theory was getting at the time, but I've forgotten. It was something like, it was it was in the millions for sure, but I think, I can't remember, maybe 10 million, 18 million something, but it wasn't 6 mm. billion, you know? And they are making it, they're coming up with a creative concept, they're filming it, they're editing it, even though it's like, you know, people are saying it's like, it's basic editing, it's basic recording, that's true, but it's still like, they're doing everything themselves. And for King Batch, to have 16 million followers... If just 10% of his, like, watched one of his single vines, that's 1.6 million, mm. you know. Say, I don't know what the figures are on how many follow versus how many are actually engaged and actually care about what you're putting out. But, like, yeah, say it's 10%, which is such a measly figure, are actually, like, really, really keen on everything you do. That's 1.6 million people that are following your every move. What the Vine stars were asking for could have actually have been seen as a really good deal if Vine were property, properly capitalising on these views. And that's the key word, if they were property, properly capitalising. Mm. They weren't. They weren't making the most of this platform. So, as I'm sure you can tell, Vine rejected this deal. Some reports say that they did consider the deal, but I can't find any info on that. Ultimately, they rejected and... All of the key viners left the platform at the same time. Oh, fuck. What did that do? Well, like, that was the nail in the coffin. Like, it was already dying. They tried to save it. And then they all left at the same time. That's, yeah. um, that's one hell of a union, you know. That's, uh, that's a lot of change. Well, damn. Bro. Yeah. I guess I'm like, did Vine think they weren't actually going to follow through on the fact that they said they were going to leave the platform? Like, the implications that that would have? Maybe they already knew that it was the end yeah. anyway. And they were like, is this going to save it? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So all of these key miners all left at the same time um, and instead they moved to other platforms that they saw were responding to creators' requests more, like Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, and a lot of them even have like movie careers or comedy careers or podcasts. You know, all of these key miners are still like kind of big deals. Not all of them, you know, a lot of them. Um, So before I end my story, I just wanted to do a little recap of some of where are they now. Um, (laughs) Yes, please do. So Logan Paul is fucking stirring up so much controversy. But he has YouTube um, sponsorship, miscellaneous show deals. He had some show deals that were then canned because they were like some controversy came out like, oh, you're actually a dickhead. I feel like Vine Scandals could be its own, like, mini episode. There's, there's so much drama from these fuckheads. <laughs> and Logan's brother, Jake Paul, um, was married or is married to Tana Montague. I don't know if you know... I don't know if that's how you say her name, and I don't know if you know her, but um, she... That? I think she was a YouTuber, but then she was dating Bella Thorne, who is... You know Bella Thorne from, like... Oh, yeah. I do know Bella Thorne. She was yeah. dating Bella Thorne at the same time as Bella Thorne was dating... Um, Mod's son so she was dating Tana and Mod's son at the same time which was like all gravy that wasn't the scandal everyone was they were all like yeah we love our life and everyone was like all right cool 
And Tana tried to start her own, like, convention. She would called it TanaCon, or Tana, if you're American, I guess. Um, and it was just, like, a shit show. Anyway, back to Viners. Jake Paul was or is married to her, and they, like, had some massive bougie wedding that turned out to be non-official, but it was, like, in Vegas, and they had, like, some private jet. Um, and both of these Paul brothers are reported to be worth $19 million each. I'm trying to, like, justify buying moisturizer for <laughs> these guys of $19 million. Imagine. I feel like I'm getting why you want to talk about buying now. Is it just, like, a vent? I, I honestly, I could do a whole episode on just, I don't know. It's not like I know that much detail because I'm like, oh, I have to channel this out. But just, like, stupid, like, specific stupid internet scandals that Logan Paul has done or other similar people because I just... There's so many stupid people on the internet that get fame. <sighs> breathe, Ella, breathe. <sighs> Let's go to a positive, <laughs> Viner. Liza Koshy! We love Liza. We love Liza. <laughs> She's an absolute babe who I love. She's so funny. Um, I love her Instagram content. She's just great. My voice is going up so you can tell how enthusiastic I am. <laughs> um, and she worked with Vogue to interview all of the celebrities at the Met Gala. So this girl is high class. Other Viners like Baby Sean Mendes, who's a megastar to some, not to Tina, he's not. There's David Dobrik, who I don't really know who that is, but I know he's really popular on YouTube and I think he's like friends with Justin Bieber or something. Um, King Batch, uh, top Viner. He is a full-blown actor. He's been in films like The Babysitter, which I actually really enjoyed that film. You should check it out on, on Netflix if you want a like stupid faux horror movie. Mm. And then there's the magician Zach King, and I think he was in a Super Bowl ad. I don't know. But he's like, he's doing good things. And there's heaps, heaps more. Pretty much everyone who's big on Vine is making dollar dollar bills on other platforms and sponsorships. These were just some. At this point, I um, got really tired. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to research people who are billionaires now. And younger than us. <laughs> yeah, and younger than us. We say that like we're old we're 27 anyway moving on um so those are the top vine is where they are now and that's the story of the death of vine i loved that that was very nice thanks i'm glad thank you for joining us on this episode of story hotline it was a treat to go back to a simpler time before tiktok and instagram stories and if you enjoyed it as well we would love it if you could recommend our podcast to a friend or rate, subscribe, whatever floats your boat. You can also find us on Instagram at Story Hotline Podcast, which is where you'll be able to find Ella's videos of the vines that she made a compilation of, as well as a heap of other content that we'll be putting up for our episodes. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye now.